Welcome to Flashback Tracks. Travel back in time each Friday to an era of big hair, leg warmers, and Walkmans. Far out. Veg out with some clips from Downtime Broadcasting's promotional audio cassette magazine from the 80s and 90s, right here on the World Wide Web. Reprinted by permission of Sales and Marketing Management Magazine, copyright October 1986. Say hello to car phones. Imagine a salesperson's typical office day, setting up appointments, returning phone calls, putting the finishing touches on a contract, dictating a few memos, checking with production to find out precisely when those widgets will be ready for delivery. Got it? Now imagine him performing all these activities on the drive down I-95 from Wilmington, Delaware to Washington, D.C. to call on a client. That's the edge promised by cellular mobile phones, a business tool that may make windshield time as extinct as the dinosaur. What started out as a pleasure perk for the status conscious is now being promoted as a productivity tool that can turn a fleet car into a second office. Although cellular phones have been available for a few years, they're only now at the point where they make sense for sales fleets. The reason is that it's taken the industry that long to set up service in the top 120 markets. Now that the infrastructure is in place, a number of fleets are finding that it makes good business sense to go cellular. How does the system work? It all starts out with a cell, a geographical area, roughly circular, and about five miles in diameter. In the middle of the cell is an antenna that picks up transmissions from car phones and transfers them to ordinary telephone lines. Each cellular geographic service area, which has approximately the same boundaries as the U.S. Census Bureau definition of a standard metropolitan statistical area, has hundreds of cells. Calls are handed off from one cell to another every few miles as a car travels through the area. The concept has several advantages over the familiar two-way car radio. The first is that a number of people can use the system simultaneously. In pre-cellular New York City, for instance, only 25 people could use car phones at any one time. Today, however, the number is 50,000 and rising. The second advantage is that because transmission travels such a short distance through the air, voice quality is better. Third, the overlapping nature of the cells means that long telephone calls won't fade out, usually. Fourth, because calls are handed off from cell to cell, it is virtually impossible for anyone to eavesdrop on a call for any length of time. Finally, some cellular phones can be outfitted to accept any number of peripherals, laptop computers, tape recorders, thermofax copiers, and so on. Drawbacks include cost, $1,000 plus to buy, about $200 for installation, plus $30 to $50 per month carrying charge, and lack of compatibility among different manufacturers' equipment. Also, with the perceived rich market in cellular sales, many companies have jumped into the marketplace without adequate preparation. Thus, there is a danger that you may get your phones from a company with no nationwide service backup, or from one that will close. In fact, several early heavy hitters have already withdrawn from cellular, most notably E.F. Johnson, a leader in CB radios. As the market stabilizes, the major manufacturers now are AT&T, Motorola, Oki Telecom, Panasonic, Mitsubishi, and NEC. All emphasize cellular's use as a productivity tool and as a way to enhance client response time, two features aimed at increasing sales. AT&T has put together a productivity diskette that lets you punch in your own numbers to figure out whether cellular makes sense for your fleet. It also conducted a study on a matched panel of salespeople, half with cellular phones and half without. The results show that the group with phones averaged $11,000 more in sales per year. 
Fleet managers are responding to the claims for cellular phones with predictions of their own. John Connolly, fleet administrator at Siemens Medical Systems, Isla, New Jersey, is confident that his company ultimately can save more than $10 million annually by putting cellular phones and eventually laptop computers in its 1,500 vehicle sales and service fleet. Connolly isn't just guesstimating. The company installed cellular phones in 150 sales and service vehicles at the beginning of this year, so Connolly has been able to make point-by-point -point comparisons between costs for cars with phones and those without. The result is a report for Siemens top management justifying installation of cellular phones in the entire fleet. In the report, Connolly analyzes not only the cost savings, but also the business advantages of cellular phones. Our savings would come primarily in increased productivity, he reports. One of the most dramatic areas affected is beeper response time. The average in the test we conducted was about 16 minutes, with a phone in the car response is instantaneous. Connolly estimates that the company's savings in beeper response time alone will amount to almost $2.5 million dollars a year. Other savings Connolly expects his fleet to realize as a direct benefit of cellular phones include gasoline $100,000, beeper service leasing $250,000, answering services $32,000, credit card and coin phone charges $50,000, sales time on the phone from home $640,000, and service time on the phone from home $4.8 million. Connolly also sees tremendous business advantages to the cellular phones, particularly when they can be hooked up to laptops, an experiment he's already tried successfully with AT&T's Liberty Phone series. Let's say a salesperson has just completed a renegotiation of an existing contract. The negotiations have been complex, and it's late in the day. The salesperson leaves the client with a promise to return with revised pricing. He's 40 miles from his office, but all he does is phone the office from his car, resolve the details, type the information into his computer, it's sent to a printer in the trunk, and he's back in the client's office with the changes all in 15 or 20 minutes. Eventually, says Connolly, he will eliminate the top 18 pieces of paper mailed from Siemens Field Organization back to headquarters, things like T&E reports, work schedules, warranty claims, and orders for replacement parts. As he explains it, field people will load the information onto diskettes during the day. Then, while they're driving home, they can just feed the diskettes into the computer, and everything will be transmitted to the mainframe. Although Connolly is sold on cellular phones, he'd still like to see a few improvements. He prefers the voice-activated phones. Indeed, he says he wouldn't have it any other way for safety reasons, alluding to an issue that's coming in for increased attention by federal regulators and fleet managers alike. Connolly also wishes that AT&T would incorporate tape recorders into its instruments. If you're trying to get information over the phone, it's pretty hard to write while you're driving, he explains. And while the potential for cost savings and business advantages seems to be tremendous, the initial expense of cellular phones can be intimidating. It's true that prices have come down in recent years. Four years ago, it cost $3,000 to buy a cellular phone outright and have it installed. Today, the price has dropped to one-third that. However, most fleets get their phones on a lease-buy arrangement from fleet management companies, and prices vary. In Siemens' case, for example, Connolly expects to pay a one-time installation and hookup fee of $190 for each cellular phone. The monthly equipment lease is $38, paid off in 50 months. The instrument itself is expected to have a life of about 12 years, plus monthly phone company carrying charges of $29, all this without ever having placed a call. The hefty cost goes a long way toward explaining why fleet managers have been slow to jump on the bandwagon. So does the fact that cellular coverage is not yet available everywhere. The system is growing fast, but it will be a long time before there will be constant cellular service between, say, Los Angeles and Phoenix. Also, some companies fear friction between the haves and have-nots in their fleet, so they want to wait until cellular is more generally available. For John Connolly at Siemens, 
All the testing is over, and he doesn't need any more convincing. I'm a great believer in cellular phones, he says. Windshield time is the worst time in the world. Nothing gets done. What we're doing is turning the car into an office. Travel back in time with us next Friday as we share more clips from the 80s and 90s on another rad episode of Flashback Tracks, exclusively on Promo Corner. Time to bounce.